and we can show them a way to generate the dollar per hour that they want to accomplish. So we're always teaching people, you have a dollar per hour that you personally want to meet. It's time for the Creative Real Estate Podcast, your source for out-of-the-box real estate investing strategies brought to you by ecospace.com. Now here's your hosts, Adam and Jason. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to The Creative. This is the one, the only Creative Real Estate Podcast. And does that mean we talk only about lease options and subject to? Absolutely not. It means we talk about anything that gets you to where you need to go with less work and less hassle. I teach you how to raise equity. But today, today I have Matt Poplick, and he is an educator. He's a coach. He's a teacher. He's a mentor. And I asked him today, I said, what is the one thing that all of your students, they all get this one aha moment. What's the one thing you teach them that when you teach them, they're like, what? Okay, so that's what we're going to go over. So Matt, before we get there, what was your first real estate deal you ever did? First real estate deal I ever did was I bought a new house at the, what I thought was the bottom of the market that a builder was underwater. I got it for a discount. I ended up having to live in it for five years before I could flip it and eventually made 20 grand. <laughs> All right. So you just held on to it and you were able to make some money on it. Yep. So you held it for five years. So what that means is you have at least five years experience in real estate. What was the date when you got started? That was back in 2000 and 2008. And for the listener, right now he has, I believe he and his wife have 38 multifamily rental doors. That is a big one, a big one, and a duplex. Is that accurate? Correct. So he teaches with REI Blueprint. This is a coaching platform, one of the better ones. Anyway, let's get into the episode, Mr. Matt Poplick. What is the one thing that blows your students' minds when you finally tell them that they don't have to be the one to send direct mail. They don't have to be the one to answer the phone when it rings. Take it from here. What's happening with our students is when we actually break down the business model and we take out all the extra activities and we show them what the actual activity is that suits them personally, because not every student is the same, but what suits them personally and drives their revenue up and we can show them a way to generate the dollar per hour that they want to accomplish. So we're always teaching people, you have a dollar per hour that you personally want to meet. And when we figure out what that dollar per hour is and we can figure out the one or two activities in the business that drives that for that student, it absolutely changes the scope of their business. It changes the scope of their life. You know, a lot of our students are 40 to 60 hours maybe 80 hours per week workers. And when we can drive that down to a 20 per hour week job that generates them a significant income, they're always very helpful that, or thankful that they met with us and went through the business model and actually you know, dove in that deep. Because most people, when they have the 20 or 30 activities in a business, they just go at it, right? They attack the business, attack all the different things, but they're in their business rather than working on their business. Mm where we really get in and we help them and just explain, let's work on it, not in it. And let's get you out of all these menial tasks that aren't generating your revenue. All right. So speaking of those menial tasks that aren't generating the revenue, 
but most of us think we have to do. Like I remember I was getting started in wholesaling and fix and flipping and like I was writing these letters by myself and I was stamping them by myself and purposefully like making them a little bit off kilter because I wanted it to look like a machine didn't do it. And here I was like mailing all these. I would put them in my mailbox and I would take a picture and I would post it on my Instagram. I'd post it on my Facebook and I would be so proud of myself that I just spent a whole day writing letters to people. So what are you suggesting? That I was wrong? I might have told you not to do that. <laughs> who does that? If I don't write my own letters, who do I get to write my letters? What are the systems that we can put in place, Matt? I've had two different individuals do that for me in my career. And both of them, we found one was an in-law, my, my mother-in-law. One was a lady off Facebook that I reached out to as a stay-at-home mom. And we paid 22 cents per letter to be mailed. When you figure in stamps and print and paper and all that jazz, it ends up being about a buck a letter. And if I'm going to send out 500 letters, I spend 500 bucks, but I spend zero time. It's worth that all day, every day. I think that I understand how to sell and I want to be the one to control the phone. But what are you suggesting? Who's going to answer the phone if I don't? Well, that is one of those little pieces that we have to decide, is that your role or is that somebody else's role, right? There are individuals that don't feel comfortable giving that away. I personally have two acquisition managers that are on my team that take the call, that go to the homeowner appointment, that do the contracts, that do all of that aspect. So I think that comes down to a level of being comfortable, letting that go, but it also takes a little bit of education, finding that individual, right? Because that is a skill set that you're going to want that person to be able to do. They're probably not the most introverted person. They're probably somebody that's going to be able to speak to people, be able to talk on the phone, not be afraid of a conversation. But you can definitely find that person. Typically, you can find that person in a struggling real estate agent. If I was going to give a, an extra little tidbit, that would be where I would go. I love that. Okay. So, if you were to sum up just the one thing, like the one thing, somebody for some reason doesn't understand how valuable it is to hire a coach like you that can teach them how to only have the revenue generating activities that they're focusing on and bounce off the other ones. If someone doesn't want to do that or they don't think they have enough money to do that, but they've been trying, they've been like trying to wholesale or trying to fix and flip or trying to do some direct mail with multifamily for a little while. If you were just to say, Get this one thing off your plate right now. What would that be? Outbound calls. Outbound that. calls. Okay, so who do you give it to? And then we'll move into the final five. I give it to a virtual assistant. I mean, I have multiple virtual assistants that do all my outbound calls. They're part of my team. You need to make sure they speak good English. And other than that, that's about it. Because it's a numbers game and the outbound calls. And the more numbers you're calling, the more people you're talking to, the more deals you have. Thank you so much for going into that. Really, really appreciate it. All right, so now it's time for the final five, but we have a quick word from our sponsor. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Ecospace Real Estate. Ecospace is a Denver, Colorado-based real estate company with a national reach. They provide a unique offering called Flip Your Home, where they utilize their own internal fix and flip crews to flip their clients' homes prior to listings. Their brokerage clients gain on average 23000 of instant equity, which is then taken 100% tax-free. If you'd like to learn more about gaining additional tax-free equity in your home prior to listing, then please visit ecospace.com. All right, Matt, 
What's the most creative deal you've ever done? My most creative deal was my first multifamily purchase. I bought it for $10. That's $10,10. And I have a HUD statement to prove that. A 14 unit that was 10 bucks that I got remodeled from head to toe. And we were able to get into that deal for after renovation about $650,000, which was amazing to be able to buy a 14 plex for 10 bucks. Everybody looks at me like I'm freaking crazy when I tell them that. But Yep. Guys, I'm sorry I didn't vet him before I brought him on. He says he just bought a property for 10 bucks. I don't know what's going on. All right. What's a book you recommend? I really like The Miracle Morning, man. Hale Elrod has improved my life significantly with the miracle morning i get up at 4 30 every morning i do my uh savers and i love it it's helped me to focus and run harder than i've ever ran that's awesome okay so miracle morning for the few of you who haven't heard it most of you probably read it it's kind of like you sum all of this stuff up this guy followed all of these very wealthy very successful people and he said what is your morning routine and he got all of their morning routines and he said these are the most common ones and so Basically, what he's telling Matt in this book is, if you follow these few things, you'll be successful. So, Matt, what is the one thing that you learned from Miracle Morning that you love implementing the most every morning? I mean, I've really got three. If I had to sum it down to one, it's going to be the meditation in the morning. The meditation is my first step to every day. It's, you know, 10 to 15 minutes at 4.30 in the morning. And it is what gets me out the door, it is what helps me focus, and it is what helps build the drive that continues to move me down the road. I don't think I'm alone in this, so I'm going to ask. I've always thought that I couldn't meditate. I've always thought that my mind was too busy. I've always thought that this was just something that like people who said that they were meditating, they were just like saying they were meditating. So people like respected them and thought they were cool because like it's impossible to actually sit there that long. So the real question for you, Matt, is how does somebody like me meditate? Do you have any pointers for someone else who's watching or listening that just thinks that they cannot meditate? Yeah. And you know, if you actually try it, you'll hear people that will explain to you that everybody thinks that. Headspace is a really good app that you can use to help you meditate. My mind does not stop. It's a practice. Meditation is definitely a practice. It's not a get into it one day and all of a sudden you're able to like turn off all the wires that are firing in your head. But it definitely is something that over time you can really hone in. So I definitely call it more of a practice than a perfection. Okay. And now we're getting to my absolute favorite question that I ask all of my guests. Where were you five years ago? And then tell me, where will you be five years from today? Five years ago, I was self-employed. I was broke. I had no money. I had literally lost money for three years in a row before getting full-time into real estate. And I didn't have a pot to piss in, if you will. And five years from today, I will live on the beach I will own over a thousand units in the multifamily space. I will have vacation rentals from coast to coast. I will have a wholesale and flipping business that drives itself that I am able to sit back and just orchestrate the fine tunings of all my systems and keeping those in play. Um, I plan to be deep sea fishing, brother. Now, listener, 
This is exactly what I'm trying to show you right now is those people that are just really killing it. Those people that are really just doing it. When you ask them, where are you going to be five years from today? They don't say, oh, I'd really like to have a thousand units. Oh, I'd really like to be on a beach. I'd really like, they don't say that kind of stuff. Dreamers say that. You need to listen and rewind what just happened with Matt when we asked him, where will you be five years from today? I will have a thousand units. I will have a business that runs itself. I will. He's seeing it. He's visualizing it. He already knows what's going to happen in the future. And when you are able to manifest something in your mind, it's way more likely to be manifested physically. So this is very, very important. How do you give back, Matt? I mean, I give back through the coaching programs that we do. I give back through Bridge Meetup, which I believe you're a member of here. You know, Nathan Brooks is a great guy here in Kansas City, and we're building a nationwide education platform for real estate investors. And I spend a lot of time in Bridge on Facebook and just mentoring people, new investors, giving them tips and tricks and trying to help them succeed. And those are, you know, good ways that we can do it outside of, you know, just mission trips and, you know, funding local charities and whatnot. We have a big heart for our local not-for-profits here in Kansas City. My 22 unit that we did was specifically for that. It helped transitional housing for the homeless. So we brought that live last December. Great. Thank you so much. Now, here's the last question for you is there's a lot of listeners that resonated with you. There's a lot of listeners that were hearing the cool things that you're sharing and they probably want to get a hold of you. Now, most of my guests try to give five ways that you can get a hold of them, but what is the single one best way for the listener to find you and get a hold of you? I am literally, literally, search it, M-A-T-T-P-O-P-I-L-E-K, the only Matt Poplick in the world. Now, it's the Facebook world, but I just classify that as the whole world because there's like 6.5 billion people on there. So if I'm the only Matt Public on Facebook, then I'm only one in the world. Find me on Facebook. Matt, you've added so much value to the podcast. I'm really grateful for you. And until next time, my friend, think outside the box. Thank you so much for listening to the Creative Real Estate Podcast. And if you got value from this episode of the podcast, please take the time to leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Give us a written rating and a review. We'd really, really appreciate it. I'm going to let you go, but until next time, think outside the box.